This is Isaac Connor. I'm speaking now with Carol Parr. And Carol, when did you first get involved with Occupy Harrisburg? Have you been with the group since the beginning? Since the beginning, yes. I went to the very first GA in Harrisburg. And then the second GA, after the second GA, we decided to start occupying the week after that. So yes, I've been there from the beginning. And we actually caught a video of you at one point that got passed around Facebook. And that was video of you and a number of other people was, it that, was that the General Assembly? That was the very first General Assembly that we had, yes, when we were just beginning to form. We had probably 100 people there that night. It was exciting just being on the ground floor as we were uh, deciding how we were going to occupy Harrisburg. But there's been a groundswell of support, and I love the diversity of the group that's there, both age and ethnically. We're always looking for more diversity. Also, ideologically, when I was watching that video, there was really a, a wide array of opinions that were being expressed. There was a, a veteran that was there who was not against war. He was speaking his mind and, and just saying, this, you know, the reason we're here is the same, so let's focus on that. And that's true. There's a wonderful sense of acceptance with everybody and um, um, this great feeling of love that, yes, we may have differing opinions and we have different backgrounds and all of that, but we're all in this together. We're all getting screwed together. And so we're going to help each other out. Yeah. So how long has it been together now, the Occupy Harrisburg movement? It's been about two and a half weeks now uh, since we actually started occupying. Okay. And so I was just talking to you uh, before we started recording, and you were talking about needing to get uh, permits to camp in certain areas. You might have a place near the courthouse? Uh, near the state house, the state capitol building, about four blocks away. And uh, we're going to get all that worked out. This week, they're taking a look at their insurance coverage and all of that, but they're going to let us use their yard, which is not huge, but it will be big enough to have quite a few tents. We're going to be able to use their bathrooms and their kitchen. You know, I'm not a camper, but I can go cook for them. I'll be happy to do and, uh, and uh, support them that way. If someone else that's in Harrisburg that maybe has been aware of what you guys are doing or they're aware of the national movement, or if they're unaware, how does someone decide to become a part of this? Did the, is, have you mainly utilized Facebook, or have you, are there other methods people have been getting a hold of you by? Uh, Facebook, there's a lot of foot traffic down by the Capitol steps, and a lot of traffic traffic. Uh, we have lots and lots of traffic that goes by and honks in support of us, uh, which is always exciting. Uh, the Capitol Police go by and honk in support of us, uh, bus drivers, truck drivers, and a lot of times people will pull over and they will come up and start talking with us, um, especially after five when the parking's free. Right and then we have a big information table and we can explain things to them. Uh, it's just been a really great experience schooling American citizens on what it means to be an American citizen and this groundswell that's just all of a sudden come up, this global consciousness uh, with, with these issues. And, and I'm getting goosebumps as I talk about it because it's such a global movement. It really is. This, we, we are what we've been waiting for. Exactly. Exactly. We are being the change that we want mm-hmm. to see, yes. to say it in that way. And, you know, for me, I, I've been following, I, I'm a big fan of people who walk the walk. And so Ralph Nader's long been one of my ultimate heroes because he's he's a very public citizen and he's all of his life basically been trying to to stall or stop corporate corruption as it enters our lives and it really has done so to an exaggerated degree now where we, everything has become thought of as as something that the wealthy can own 
and you see it entering all of our lives. Our kids are growing up with corporate influence, and why in mass have we? Do you think we have not paid attention to the wisest among us until now? Why do you think that is? I don't have a definitive answer. I think it's a couple of different things. Um, I think now is the time. It's this whole global consciousness that's arisen, and I don't know why it's happening. I'm just very thankful that it is, and being a very spiritual person myself, um, I think it's spirit-driven. I really do. I, I, there's some, some sort of divine consciousness that's permeating all of us right now, and we know that we have to support each other or we are just going to die. Mm -hmm. We're going to kill ourselves, or, or the the corporatocracy is going to kill us with the military-industrial complex. And, um, and another thing is, for years I've been so discouraged with the way the, the world is going, but what can one person do? I would feel so powerless. What can I do? Well, I would do my things in my little corner of the world to make my little corner of the world better. But now, everybody's coming together to make their little corners of the world to get better. And we're doing it collectively. And that's so exciting to me, because I feel empowered now. I feel empowered. Right. And this is something that I've noticed with the Occupy movement. I have, Occupy was started by mm -hmm. Adbusters Magazine. Right. They have, I've been a culture jammer of theirs for a long, long wow. time. Uh -huh. And so they started the Buy Nothing Day in November. I don't know if you're aware of that. Mm -hmm. uh, I am. OK. And so I've been participating in that. And Adbusters is just, uh, if you haven't ever, if you haven't ever picked it up, I encourage you to do so. It's, okay. It's, it's very much uh, like a, I, I don't want to use the term weapon, um, but it's, it, it, it challenges the corporate influence, in, like in magazines. Most magazines, you will, you'll see nonstop images of what you're supposed to look like oh, yeah. or how you're supposed to act. Absolutely. Adbusters uses no ads, which is why it's called oh, Adbusters. Yeah. And they'll take those same images that are used in magazines but they'll they'll give you some uh, some some passage someone has said that makes you actually think about what you're looking at, and so Kali Lassen started this and and uh, and then immediately anonymous and a group numbers of other groups got involved, and what you just said I, I've really noticed is that I don't mind if you don't understand me I mind not being myself sure and yeah yeah but after Occupy started. And it started with only a couple hundred people at Zuccotti Park, and then it turned into 500, and, um, and Matthias and Caleb and them went up there early on, and that swelled to 2,500, and then it was 10,000. And now you're watching it go over to, to Oakland. You, wouldn't, you don't really know where this is going to go. You just know it's going. And I, but I felt it in myself, and I've seen it in other people, where all of a sudden your feelings are validated now. You now don't have to feel afraid to say what's on no. your mind. No. So there's a real freedom that yeah. Occupy is granting us. Absolutely. And it, I, I'm embrace, embracing it. It's, exci it's exciting to see so many people embracing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to be around for a long time. It was interesting. Yesterday we had a lot of big wind in, in Harrisburg. And we had a, a canopy that we had over our information table. And it, the wind just took it. I mean, it didn't just blow it down the street. It, it broke the supports. Wow. And we, we, we have no more canopy to keep our information out from under the weather now. Well, I wasn't there at the time, but last night at the GA, they were talking about people would come up after they saw the, the folks there scrambling to pick up the papers and, and the tent that was going down the street. Um, people came up, and they were worried. They said, are you guys going to be able to stay now? 
And they were assured that Occupy, we're in it for the long run. As long as it takes, we are in for it. And they were very relieved because they thought, well, the wind blows away the tents, blows away the papers, blows away everything in the food tent, you know. They're just going to have to pack up and go home. Oh, no. Not at all. And people who've not been involved with the movement were concerned about that, and they're happy that we're staying. I mean, maybe they aren't able to come out and, and stand on the steps and yell on the steps and hold placards and things like that. But, but there's a lot of support out there from people who haven't quite gotten their occupied chops together yet, you know, and I think given some time, more of them will. And apparently there was a, a, a woman who came up who saw all this happen with the wind blow the tent down. She said she is going to donate a wind-resistant, weather-resistant, waterproof winter tent for us now. So we've got something even better than we did before. And we're saying, hey, well, this was great PR when our tent broke down yesterday right. because people are really paying attention to us. And unless it blows you away as a human being, you're, there's nothing that's going to move you. Oh, but we'll keep coming back. And we'll keep coming right, back. Right. You know, if, if two of us get blown away, four more <laughs> will come to the steps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and that's another thing we've noticed is with the atrocious behavior of some of the police force that right. we experienced, it actually just makes us multiply. We just seem to get stronger and and more steadfast in our beliefs mm-hmm. because we're standing up for what this what this whole project uh, in democracy as America was all about. And we're not just we're no longer comfortable, fortunately, sitting on our couches and being spoon fed. You know, whatever they're calling entertainment these days. Right, it's, exactly. People are actually getting up and doing something. And it's, I agree, it's beautiful. It, it is, it is. And it's just going to, I really feel it's going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, there have already been some modicum of, of um, good results. I mean, with all these 600,000 people taking their money out of Bank of America and, and Bank of America deciding not to charge the debit fee, monthly debit fee. Well, it may not seem like all that great a deal, but... If we hadn't had Occupy start four or five weeks ago, even that wouldn't have happened. So to see that type of success in such a short time, we're on a roll, baby. You know, we're just going to keep going. I see a day very, very soon, and I think this is extremely realistic, where, and I don't know what city it's going to be, none of us really do, but there's going where, to where a city is, virtually the entire city is occupying itself. And there are empty stores and businesses because either the owners or the workers or the patrons are just not doing that because they're outside and they're and they're representing themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really do. I think that that's right around the corner. And it's exciting to hear that, yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you like to see? What, what, other than uh, taking some power away from the banksters, what, what would you like to see transpire from this change? I would like to see money taken out of politics. I would like to see an end to lobbyists. I think those are the two big things. Um, and then more humane social policies, including health care, um, food. There, if we weren't in two wars, everybody would be fed in this country. You know, what are our priorities? We, well, it's immoral. It's immoral. Our priorities right now are 60% of our federal budget to kill for reasons that we don't mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. No. We started before the year 2000. Our, our, the, the percentage of the federal, federal budget that went towards the Department of Defense was 18. Mm-hmm. We're now up to 60. So, you, I mean, if you were to run your household like that, where you're oh, yeah. 40% of what you actually earned was going towards food and clothing and shelter... And the rest was to beat up your neighbors. 
what could, no one would want to be around you. No wonder, wonder our economy is imploding. Mm-hmm. Our citizens are just serfs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not all of us. Well, some of us aren't going to Some of us are now. consciously changing that. Exactly. And I think more and more will as they come to understand the movement. Mm-hmm. A lot of them just have, and all this visual about well, they don't have any clear goals. That's part of the you beauty of this, too. That's a huge part of this. That it's, it, it's becoming. It's a movement that's becoming. It's ever-evolving. And that I just have goosebumps the whole time I've been talking with you about it. Because that's the, another great thing about this movement. Well, we don't have to have our so-called demands right out there. Because they continue development. And they're developing and evolving from people's lives. And the way we are living or not being allowed to live mm-hmm. as humanly as we possibly can yeah. to our greatest glory as human right. beings. We're really wonderful people and uh, we can have a fantastic society, but not the way our government has told us that we need to have it. Right. You know, we have to make our own and by golly, we're, we're beginning to do that. Thank you so much, girl. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Isaac.